from the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts. It's Are You Not Entertained? Now here's your host, Ed Nathanson. Stop, dudes! We're back again. And we're back. <laughs> Poor Dave. I rip his ear cords out every time I do that. But it's all from love and yes. a place of, of dedication and passion. Yes. Um, so. Sometimes too much passion. Yes. What it, always, always worth it. Always, always worth, worth it. it. Always Take worth it. Take one for the team. So today, not only am I joined by the great Dave Yaz, the producer extraordinaire of an owner of Pod 617. Thank you, sir. But also by a special guest. Uh, this is not an interview pod, although we're going to talk a little bit probably at the end about your business, but this is more someone who I respect on the geek level, not like I would anybody else, really. Dave, you're up there. You know your shit, right? Yes, Scott is also in that rarefied geek air of someone who not only knows his shit, but his work also encompasses this stuff. He is the owner of Thin Air Graphics. And if you've ever watched rides, you know, shows like Pimp Your Ride or uh, the, what's the Count Customs one? Um, Counting Cars. Okay. On the yeah, History Channel. Yes. That's what he does. So people come to him with motorcycles and cars or even just to make paintings. Mm -hmm. And he does like crazy, like Walking Dead bikes and Captain America ones and Iron Man shit and all that stuff for a living. Fun. Fun, Jealous. fun, fun. He goes to Vegas and people, you know, li go to listen to him to learn how to paint and do all these stylist things. And he knows all those guys on those TV shows I just mentioned. They were students of his. He's also the most patient man in America because he's standing by silently <laughs> and right. you, you haven't said his name yet. <laughs> his name. <laughs> That's why you are who you are, Mr. Yaz, the yeah. producer. It's called producing. Introducing Scott McKay. Hey, how you doing, guys? How you doing, Dave? How you doing? Ed? Good, good. All right, so Scott, dude, we're so psyched to have you. So Scott's appearance comes from, our, you know, someone I've geeked out with over the years, but we recently had a discussion about comedies and what makes a great movie comedy. And as I said, as someone, Scott and Dave, who I was opinions I respect tremendously on geek and pop culture, we're going to go through not only my list of the top five movie comedies of all time, but Scott is prepared to counter me. Now, there might be some agreements, there might be some different lists, but we're going to go from five to one, and we're going to talk about why in each one. And Dave, as always, as the arbiter of all things pop culture, I would love you to chime in and say we're way off base. They have, as you would always say, a seat at the table. All right, sir. Or, or you know, you fucking nailed it. All right. All right. There yeah. we go. All right. So my number five, we're going in reverse order. Top okay. five movie comedy of all time is... Mm -hmm. Who you gonna call, baby? Ghostbusters. Oh, love it. Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Incredibly quotable, you name it. Memorable, I would definitely say so. Repeat viewing worthy yeah. wise, oh fucking hell yes. I've seen this so movie. Times, yes, so many times. I've seen it more than I could count. You have an all-star cast, Murray, Aykroyd, here we go with the tune, Ramis, <laughs> Ernie Hudson, Rick Moranis, Sigourney Weaver, on and on and on it goes. So great. Lines like, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Yes, I'm yep. afraid it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> what a fantastic all-timer movie in my mind. So first, Scott, do you yes. agree that this should be on the list without giving me your number five? Any? Yes. Okay. It's totally on the list. Okay, excellent. I'll give you my number. That is also on my list. I saw it at the theater multiple times as a kid. Quotable and just... Yeah, for me, being young when it came out, 
I forget how old we were or I was when I came out, but it was just out of nowhere. It was just so fresh. Right. Yes. And, yeah. Yes, Dave. Yeah. Totally approve. Um, in a way, kind of a groundbreaking comedy. And one of those comedies that I'm sh- I- I'm jealous, like I didn't think of the idea first, but as soon as someone came up with that idea, it was like we get these funny guys, Murray, Aykroyd, Ramis, and they're going to fight ghosts. I mean, it, it, <laughs> and that, it, right. like now it sounds hackneyed because it, it spawned a zillion imitators. You remember Bill Cosby doing Ghost Dad? Yes. Give me a break. Yes. Right? But at the time, it was, you know, and executed absolutely perfectly. And like Rick Moranis was like, the, the, the key master. The key master. Who's the gatekeeper? Here's Ted and Ira Fleming. Welcome to the party. Yeah, and, and so. All right, who brought the dog? Yeah. Who, right. <laughs> so many lines. So many. I actually, and this is where my geek community, I think you'll appreciate this. I actually bought, I'm not lying, a month and a half ago, the Tobin's Spirit Guide. Oh! The actual book. That, that exists? The Ghostbusters Edition. Oh, it's yeah. It's awesome. And it has Gozer the Gozerian? It has everything. Everything talks <laughs> about the movies. It's, it's set up. It's, it's, and it's, oh, my it's God. Awesome. I love what it. What I like about that movie is, from a geek who also likes horror and some sci-fi and stuff like that, they managed to get it all in and respectfully done. And it holds up. Most of the effects hold up. True. To now. And I think true, true, for true. For me, that's the biggest point on the list is, does it hold up? Yes. Also sort of uh, subtly a satire of horror movies, including Poltergeist, because yep. when the, the, the reason why the slime gag works so well is because we had seen it in Poltergeist when the whoever goes through the tunnel. The, the tennis balls. I, exactly. Yes. The tennis balls yes. came out with slime on yes. them. Ectoplasmic residue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and so like we knew, oh, yeah, but but in the Ghostbusters world, he just goes, oh, I got slime. It's like, <laughs> Hilarious. It's I great. collect spores, moles, and fungus. <laughs> you got, you yeah, got and your and mucus. The thing is, you had the three of them, and then four, Winston, have midway through the movie. They, yeah. they all represented different levels of science, geekdom. They, you know, one was cocky, one was brainy, yeah. one was, you know, and they balanced each other so well. I like the black that. one. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Scott, what's your number five? Yeah. My number five, and it's a more newer one, but for me, it's, it's just funny as hell, and I can watch it over and over again, is Ted. Ah! Oh, great I call. Love, yeah, good call. I love Ted, because A, it's, again, it brings some geekdom back in. You got Flash Gordon in it. You got hell Flash yes. Gordon coming back. Yes. <laughs> that scene in and of itself is fabulous, with Mark Wahlberg in a dream sequence on oh. the back, holding him like a woman would on the back yeah. of a motorcycle. <laughs> Yeah. Beautiful. And the, again, lines you can repeat over and over again. Oh my God, like yeah. from the beginning about, you know, you know, is that a shit in the floor? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that, that is that is a floor. shit. Yeah. <laughs> One of the hawkers must have shit. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, unbelievable. It. Yep. It's just so ridiculous. And again, so far out of left field. In, a, in an age where, and we, we've talked about this at length, Ed, in an age where PC comedies are so there, yeah. they broke so much where it's one of those, they actually got away with doing that and yes. saying that without getting banned. 
or Seth, sued Seth or Farland. You know, I say that a lot about movies like. Yeah, I say that a lot. You're right. Like movies like classics, like Revenge of the Nerds or Sixteen Candles, they could not be made today. Right. So you're right. And so the fact that right, right, right. So the fact that Ted exists and is relatively modern, it is an amazing thing. Great point, Scott, and great pick. Yeah, and I go to California a lot. So I'm around a lot of West Coast guys, a lot of guys from all over the country, and they recognize that. They want me to talk, obviously, like like Mark Wahlberg, and you know that's what they expect us to talk <laughs> right, like. Right, as, as an East and Coast it, dude, yeah. Uh. And they really do, and they like, oh, say this, say this, and, and it, it's so true, and it just works, and it still works. Ted Two was at all right, but you know, I thought Ted, Ted Two was itself. decent. It was, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're right. right. Yes. On top of everything else, Ted yeah. holds a spot in our hearts because of the Boston thing, and like you know, they're talking about. Flash Gordon, uh, uh, NFL quarterback, saves the world. Uh, Tom Brady could do that. <laughs> yeah, fucking right, Tom Brady could do that. But the one thing about Ted too that made it amazing was the Tom Brady, the Brady yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> trying oh, to get his yeah, semen. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I often, and I often use the term "Ger Mondays" when things go wrong. Yeah, yeah. 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 When, when, when he's at the sperm bag, it all falls over. He goes hashtag Ger Mondays. <laughs> I love when he, he picks up Ted and chucks him, and, and Wahlberg's like a perfect. All right. Number yeah. My five. All right. Good. Good choice. Number four on my list. Anchorman. Oh, this is oh. The, the first one I just wrote down. Yeah. You go ahead. Anchorman. So once again, this checks all three criteria boxes for me with a huge check mark. I always love Will yep. Farrell, but this movie's more than just him. Steve Carell, an yep. epic Steve Carell. Paul Rudd is kind of the secret MVP of this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sex Panther. Yeah. <laughs> and the very underrated David <laughs> Koechner. The guy that works every time. Right. You know, David Koechner uh, as, as, what's his name again, the sportscaster? Whammy. Whammy, uh, yeah, um, and the whammy chip guy. Kind. Yeah, chip, chip kind. Chip kind, right. News. Yeah, and then. Right. I mean, the, the whole Mr. <laughs> Mr. Burgundy, you have a massive erection. Oh, no, it must be the pleats. I don't <laughs> Didn't even notice. Right. <laughs> that movie is utterly quotable. The fight scene utterly. is probably the funniest, like, seven and a half minutes in most recent memory. And again, it's just oh, a yeah. movie I can watch over and over and laugh over and, and laugh and laugh. Mr. Burgundy, you are acting like a baby. I'm not a baby. I'm a man. I am an anchor man! You are not a man. You are a big fat joke. I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. You're just a woman with a small brain. With a brain a third the size of us. It's science. I will have you know that I have more talent and more intelligence in my little finger than you do in your entire body, sir. You are a smelly pirate hooker. You look like a blueberry. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Well, you have bad hair. What did you say? I said your hair looks stupid. I think, again, here's my kingdom. Hats off to you. I have a Ron Burgundy bust on my desk. <laughs> Right so so does Dave. I'm looking right bus. at it. I'm looking right at we've it got, in the studio. Yeah, we've got a bobblehead in mm-hmm. the studio here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, no I, I got the actual looks like an actual bronze bust of him. Like Love it. Gold <laughs> Love it. Uh, I believe it means so whale's vagina. I, I, I've toured, I toured between, yes, <laughs> you know, I, I toil between that and Ted. 
being yes. in those spots because it's honestly two of my go-to modern movies. Um, and they hold up, and they, I think they always will. Yes. Well, I, I celebrate the choice, of course, that it was one of the first that I wrote down. The, one of the th- things that's great about it, was, it was refreshing because I think it did bring back a kind of comedy that maybe had slipped by the wayside, and that's just the, the fucking hilarious movie. You know, and there's a movie that happened earlier that I won't mention because it might come, I don't want to spoil I your list. I think it's going to, yes. But it, 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 the point was not the plot, obviously. The, the, it was f- completely farcical, and yet this, this wonderful ensemble cast of everyone who had their role, and, you know, right down to Steve Carell, with it just <laughs> I completely, love lamp. I love Lamp. I have a t-shirt that says, I love Lamp. I often and, say that, and I yell loud, I scream loud noise. <laughs> right. I don't know what we're yelling about. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, um, oh. and then the, the nostalgia for the, the, I remember Bill Simmons saying this on a podcast, I completely agree, like, we are, we, well, I'm older than you guys, but, but we're old enough to remember the days when local news was so important and they really were like you know around you Bob LaBelle Jack Williams you know Liz Walker they were like the and they did those ads where they they sort of looked away and then looked right into the camera and like (laughs) news certified yeah yeah yeah. totally remember that I remember having Dick oh uh, what was his name the weatherman uh, Dick something from local opera. he'd come into the school they would come to school like the weatherman would go to schools to do appearances yeah they were stars yeah, yeah. it was that time yeah that and was, yeah, was Dickie Albert Bruce Schwagler they yeah. were yeah. alright go ahead Scott. Scotty your number yes. four my number four is Airplane ah oh, there it is ah. Airplane is my number four I'm surprised you had it so low <laughs> okay and I, I'm going to preference that is why, and this is one of my criterias, is hold, hold, holding up to modern funniness, because it's funny because I just watched it the other day with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And how old's your daughter eight, again? I, 13. 13, yep. So, wait, question I would say 40 to 60% of the jokes go over her head, because the things just don't exist anymore. You know what? So, so I, Connie Chris yeah. was coming through the airport, what, what is, they, don't, they don't get the funniness of it. Right. It's, I could just... I couldn't but, get my again, son, yeah. Ep- I couldn't get my son either. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, epically awesome movie. Again, couldn't be made now without without the PC police killing it. Yes. Um, and 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 it is it is some comedies wave slowly up and down. That airplane is joke to joke to joke to joke to joke to joke all the way through. All the it way through. It just doesn't stop. Yes. And, yeah. And, and so it is my top five. It's not something I'll probably watch every year. When, I, when it comes out, I'll watch it, and it's still funny as hell. But I don't know if a lot of it holds up. And this is the one point when, when they said, when he's in the hospital bed, and they're like, oh, if I forget the guy's name, you know, Dexter was like, oh, I think she's Ethel Merman. She starts thinking, hell, <laughs> <laughs> my wife, my, my daughter's like, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that either. You know, Scott, I had a similar experience. I couldn't get my son into it, but uh, and maybe because of that, the references. But I remember that Ethel Merman scene. I remember watching, way back when, watching the movie on video with my friend Mike Cooley, and the Ethel Merman scene comes on, and we crack up, and, and his mom was kind of out of touch. says, I think that actually might have been Ethel Merman. We're <laughs> right. like, yeah, that that's the, the joke. Right. That's the joke. Oh. Oh. What's this? It's Lieutenant Hurwitz. Severe shell shock. Thinks he's Ethel Merman. You'll be swell. You'll be great. Gonna have the whole world on a plane. Stop here. I'm gonna save my thoughts on Airplane because it is coming on my list for sure. Okay. I will also say this though. Airplane 2 
is also fantastic. Yeah. Not an all timer, yeah. but fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. the court scene. <laughs> Oh yeah, in Airplane Two is definitely all time <laughs> over Macho Grande. I'll never get over mm-hmm. Macho Grande. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay, my number three right. to the great okay, late Chris Farley, Tommy oh. Boy. Tommy Boy is my number three. Good pick. Yes, I know a lot of people love this movie. Wouldn't have it in their top five. I do. I think this is the perfect buddy comedy movie. I think Chris Farley is one of the most massive talents comedy has ever seen. And this is him at his, uh, yes. And this is him at his fucking apex. David Spade is the most, uh, like outside of Abbott and Costello, Farley and Spade, like they're, they're peanut butter and jelly. As far yeah, as those comedy, two together, epically perfect. Epically perfect, and of course, yeah. one of my favorite scenes in any movie of all time is when David Spade hits Tommy Boy across the face with the board, and yeah. then they're in the restaurant after, and he's like, "He's like, you sure there's nothing on my face?" <laughs> no, <He's> like, no, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, not so much here or here, <laughs> but right here." And the waitress comes over. Oh no, what happened what to happened your face? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I know. I know. And then Batman, a little coat. Right? Oh, yeah. Just brilliant. Just brilliant. Richard, is this your coat? (laughs) Don't do it. Fat guy in a little coat. Fat guy in a little coat. Don't. (laughs) Fat guy in a little coat. Fat guy in a little coat. Take it off, dickhead. I'm serious. Richard, what's happening? Oh, and, and that's a movie. I I have a uh, Callahan Auto Parts T-shirt that I wear very oh, proudly. Right. And most people think I'm wearing Love like it. just a you know they don't get the reference, right. but you know the people who yep. do they understand how special that shirt is. All right. <laughs> Any thoughts before we get to Scotts? No. All right, Scott, you're number three. My number three, and so it's appeared, is Ghostbusters. Yes. Ghostbusters is higher on my list. Wow. And I put it higher than Airplane for a reason of it holds up better now. Yes. And I also have to say, obviously, I love that choice that's on my list. But I have to say that, and I'm going to say it, and women don't hate me. I fucking hated the new remake. And Uh, not not because it's women. It, because it sucked. It just wasn't good. It sucked. It right. the we've, wrong had this, tone, we've had yeah. this discussion, Ed, and I, I, I've said a few things could make it more relevant, a better movie. Yes. They changed a handful of items, one being they need to keep it in the same fucking universe. By making it a totally new thing like Ghostbusters 1 and 2 never happened, yeah. it was a failure. They I agree with that. in the universe for one. They needed a notable, a notable villain because you have no idea who the hell they were fighting the whole time. Yeah, not to you mention... You name who they were. I don't even oh. know. No. The ti- nope. I had a problem with the title. What's the title of that movie? Ghostbusters. Yes. Give yes. It a, just Great call point. It, just call it something different. Get, like, give it its yeah. own like, little Great spin point. and identity. Yeah. Great point. But if, if they had made it in the same universe, and these were three women in Boston scientists, and something happened to and it started tying in, and they could refer back to the original, this happened in New York, and tie it in, and get a villain that might have tied in better. And they got rid of Kristen Wiig. That's my personal yeah, opinion. Yeah, he, he's no Kristen Wiig fan. <laughs> oh, no, no, well, yeah. I will fight no. you on a later date. Yes. I love, I yes. love so I liked Kristen. Her, I liked her in because she was good, uncomfortable in Anchorman 2. Yeah. Yes. She was great in that. Well, what about Bridesmaids? 
Great in that too. Great in that too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But in this one, the, the meek, the meekness and the, the worrisome and the, it just was uncomfortable and I couldn't watch it. Yeah. So, I thought the whole yeah. movie flopped. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Okay. My so, number two anyway. comedy of all time is yes. the Kentucky Fried wow. Movie. Wow. It's a bold choice. Now, I'm sure some listeners are like, what the fuck did you just say? Because it's not... <laughs> It's not something that has been remained popular, but I will tell you, take my word for it. Go watch this movie and you will laugh your fucking ass off. This is the Zucker brothers who created airplane before airplane and naked gun. Right. Right. And today's point, the plot is irrelevant is actually this is a bunch of vignettes of, you know, mock movie trailers and TV shows and all these things. And it is absolutely hysterical. But the piece de la resistance sketch sketch, I should say, is they do a parody of Bruce Lee movie. Enter the Dragon, but it's called Fistful oh, of yeah, Yen. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. With the infamous villain, Dr. Craw. Not Dr. Claw, Dr. Craw. And again, <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> right. Would not get and again, away the PC today, stuff. Yeah. And so even how Bruce Lee character talks, he, would, he was talking to a dog that was barking at him as a security dog. And he goes up to him, he hits it on the head. He goes, what was that? <laughs> this is not a shawade. <laughs> we need total concentration. Now try it again. This time with feeling. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, the movie is is raunchy as shit. Absolutely right. hysterical. Even like cutaway news reports like Moscow in flames, missiles tethered to New York, film at 11. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the one with Cleopatra? Cleopatra Jones. Yes. Cleopatra Schwartz. That's right. right. Yeah. And then there's one where they have, I'll just I'll quickly end it. They have a sex album playing for a couple, like how to instructional sex album. And the guy has premature ejaculation. The narrator in the album says, and if you have premature ejaculation, this album comes equipped with, and then coming through the bus <laughs> through right. the wall, is this guy and it's Havenu Shalom playing in the background (laughs) Big Jim Slade (laughs) (laughs) oh man I highly recommend you watch this movie anyways any thoughts on that before we go to your number two alright so I didn't have it I would probably put it in my top ten I've watched it once or twice when I was younger it was funny as shit again yeah it holds up it holds up in the respect you couldn't do it anymore it's funny as hell I just didn't put it in my top ten it's not something I go Oh, I gotta watch that. If I'm screaming by, I'll stop at it. But worthy inclusion for sure. Okay. Yes, there's, it's just, there's no there's no airplane without Kentucky. There is Friday. no airplane, and then the interview, by Correct. the way, the game show style of the guards and fistful of yen. Guard number one is a senior on Clowns Mountain and aspires to be a research chemist. Welcome, please, Hungwell. Guard number two is a real skating buff. A warm welcome for Long Wang. Traveling comes naturally to guard number three as he's a licensed airplane pilot. Welcome, please, enormous genitals. Yeah. Yeah. Game show host, he's oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you were my alarm clock, how would you wake me? I wouldn't. I'm no ding-a-ling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's they sort of invent, they invent, they invented that break from from uh, reality, like complete departure from reality. In Airplane Two, Lloyd Bridges screams, "You're putting everyone up on that space shuttle in jeopardy!" And then all of a sudden, you see them play. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take air shuttle disasters for five hundred, Alex. So fucking brilliant! Yeah. All right, Scott, you're number two. 
So my number two, I think, is worthy, and it's in that same realm, but I probably would go back and forth and say three, is Blazing Saddle. Oh, oh yeah. Add it on my list. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Blazing yes. Saddle. Yes. So put it in the same category, it's just nonstop crazy, could never do it. <laughs> you know, it's so <laughs> funny, opening. but it's true. That's also one that's just so politically incorrect and brilliant. Oh. Yeah, with the... Well, you know, from the... Like, hold on while I whip this out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you it, know, does you it know, use you have the KKK, KKK with the with the um, the uh, like have a nice day on the shirt. Hey, where the white women at? They yeah. beat them over the head. They use it's 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 so again it's, it's so smartly done for the time. It just crushed and made fun of everyone in an awesome way. And just I think it holds up. You know, but obviously PC wise, you could never make it today. You probably ever. couldn't, and yet some would argue that you still should because. I have a you feeling, yeah, I have a feeling that like black dudes or black women with a sense of humor actually like that movie and like, like Gregory Hines and history of the world, you know, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, like, like it's <laughs> not about that movie. They weren't, they're not, they're not put down as inferior, it, 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 but, but the joke is about how there's, there's definitely jokes about how there is racism in society yes. and there are yeah, stereotypes. It's more of a joke and how ridiculous all, all the white people are in the movie. Yeah. Versus, you know what I mean? It, yeah. it shows the more ridiculousness of racism. Right. And, you know, in shows back then, and I watched the newer take on it, I thought they did an okay job, uh, was, you know, when you're all in the family in Jefferson's. Yeah. Where they did the fresh, I don't know if you saw the I did, one but I heard did. about it, yeah. So, you know, and they made some valid points and it. it was really good, but, you know, back then, it was done smartly. Archie Bunker was done to show people how ridiculous that attitude yeah. was in a fun way. Right. Right. You're supposed to laugh at him is what you were supposed to. Exactly. You're supposed to laugh at him, yeah. but I think people today watching it, unfortunately, before, and it, here's the thing, it wouldn't even get watched before it would get shut down because people would assume it's a show about a racist. And Correct. they're propping right. him up. Correct. Versus, I don't think it would ever, a lot of times I think a lot of stuff gets shut down prematurely because the assumption of what it's going to be versus... You know, if someone put a meaning on it that they creatively put the meaning on it that was totally opposite from the intent. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. Great. Great the pick. Battles, I think, did the same great thing. Pick. So that, that's my number two. Great, 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 great All pick. Right. All right. And my number one. You've, you've already had it on your list. I said it was coming. The GOAT. Yep. Airplane. Airplane yep. is. Without question, my favorite comedy of all time. Um, I just think it's the most brilliant. One of the, not the most comedy. Seen a grown man naked. <laughs> Listen, kid, you dragged Lanier and Walton up and down the court all. Can't <laughs> <laughs> be serious. I am serious. You ever seen a grown man naked? Yeah, so, Scott, you can't hear. We, we just played that clip. face when that scene happened. Was. She's like, what did he just say? Right, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let me tell you something. One of my biggest geek out <laughs> moments of my life, and then I'll get out because we've already talked about this movie, is um, yeah. I went to the Providence Comic Con, which is the best one locally here for anyone who wants to go to one, and because um, right. they have most stars there. And I went with my older brother. And my older brother and I, we grew up on airplane, just like probably everyone we're talking to right now. Yep. And Robert Hayes was there. And okay. I got to not only meet him, take pictures with him, but he signed for me a framed picture of him sweating his brains out. We know that one, right? Yeah, yeah. And it says, Dear Ed, surely you can't be serious. Oh, my God. Sincerely, oh, Robert Hayes. Oh. And I, that is what I have in front of my desk. I look at it every day, framed. That's awesome. Yes. I can't even think of something. I'm trying to think of something. Number one. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was fabulous. And he was an awesome dude, by the way. And that was like one of the geek out moments of my life, truly. That's 
Unbelievable. I couldn't believe I was meeting Ted Stryker and then said Stryker and then all of a sudden someone hits a woman in the background. <laughs> Stryker, right? Stryker, 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 Stryker. Ted Stryker. It's just perfect. It really is. Perfect. There's so much. To it. Perfect. So much. All right, Scotty. The worthy number one. Yep, Scotty, uh, you're number, number one. one. <laughs> my number one is Body Python. Oh. Good. That's that a bold choice. All time. Yes. It's a bold choice. And I'll give you my reasons. But personally, I love it. I'll laugh all the time. Again, like Airplane, it's joke to joke to joke to joke to joke. It doesn't really stop. It doesn't really break much. And it's so ridiculous. Obscenely ridiculous. Holds up because it's not rooted in any modern time. So it just it always will be what it will be. Um, and I would argue one of the most quotable movies of all time. You've got, you've got two empty halves of coconut and you're banging them together. <laughs> no, we're not. What? Ridden on a horse? Yes. You're using coconuts. What? You've got two empty halves of coconut and you're banging them together. So? We have ridden since the snows of winter covered this land. Through the kingdom of Mercia. Through... Where'd you get the coconuts? We found them. Found them? In Mercia, the coconut's tropical. What do you mean? Well, this is a temperate zone. The swallow may fly south with the sun, or the house martin or the plover may seek warmer climes in winter. Yet these are not strangers to our land. Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? Not at all. They could be carried. What? A swallow carrying a coconut? It could grip it by the husk. It's not a question of where he grips it. It's a simple question of weight ratios. A five-ounce bird could not carry a one-pound coconut. Well, it doesn't matter. Will you go and tell your master that Arthur from the court of Camelot is here? Listen, in order to maintain airspeed velocity, a swallow needs to beat its wings. I have to say, first of all, I love the choice. I'm going to say something yeah. that's a bit controversial. I've never been a big Monty Python Ooh. guy. Okay, and that, and that is usually the case with a lot of us don't like it. So, and I totally respect that. I love Monty Python for the most part. Out of all their things, Holy Grail is my only, would be my only movie number one. The rest of them wouldn't make a top 20. Yeah. Me, personally. Yeah, I'm yeah. With, I'm with Scott. But I'm with Scott, yeah. And quotable-wise, and I've done this, I've done drawings and I've done paintings, sometimes I have Monty Python references in them. And if I so much as put that on my Facebook page or Instagram, it will lead with a slew for a day or more of quotes. Yes. Over and over yes. and over and over. Absolutely. It'll just go. Absolutely. You know, so that is my all-time favorite movie. Great I choice. Over and, and, a over very, and, and like I said at the beginning, I respect your geekness and your pop culture-ness. Um, outstanding list. Outstanding list. You want me to tell no, you? I do. Well, I'm sir. just gonna say, Dave. I'm curious. Tell give you me, why you're wrong. No. Yeah. Give me the top got, five. It's it's. I respect both lists immensely because yeah. I had written down a bunch that uh, that uh, you may have omitted. I wanted to call out the glaring omissions, and you hit. Okay. You start. You guys were both knocking them off. So um, the only om- I, I don't know what my top five would be, but I'll give you your top five omissions, and uh, I would put. Um, so you got Monty Python, you got Borat. A lot of people would say Great Borat is outstanding because yes. it's hilarious and groundbreaking. Yes, the biggest yep. I think. Uh, let's see, The Hangover. A lot of people would say make <laughs> some room for The Hangover. Love that movie. Yes. Um, yep, I put that in a, in a ten to fifteen list. Yeah, I'm a personal fan of Super Bad. I think that that was so good in its era. So it was good. Hilarious. Yes. Um, 
<laughs> Maybe not top five, but but give some respect to Austin Powers and, uh, and, and what came after. Yep. You know, you know, I have to say, my yeah. favorite so gag. Austin Powers is fabulous. Yeah. My favorite gag is in each movie the the whole look in the sky and they all say oh, whatever yeah. the word is. You know, as a key Woody right. <laughs> Johnson. Right. right. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. They did it in but the first two movies, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Colonel, you better take a look at this radar. What is it, son? I don't know, sir. But it looks like a giant dick. Yeah. Take a look out of starboard. Oh, my God. It looks like a huge... Pecker! Oh, yeah. Wait. That's not a woodpecker. It looks like someone's... Pirates! We have reports of an unidentified flying object. It is a long, smooth shaft, complete with two balls. What is that? That looks just like an enormous... Wang! Pay attention. I was distracted by that enormous flying... Willie. Yeah. What's that? Well, it looks like a giant... Johnson. Yes, sir. And then the the biggest... The the only quibble I would have with both of you is neither one of you included Spinal Tap or any of the Christopher Guest kind of uh, yes. Im- improv yes. uh, movies that followed. So That's, Spinal Tap is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. All-timer, for sure. Yeah. I did think about you know, that. I had one. a lot of other stuff that I just love as comedy movies on there. Um, and the only Anchorman was tough because it's one of my all-time favorites and it puts it in there. I love a lot of Will Farrell's movies. Talladega Nights is always a big one for me. I just love Ricky Bobby. Over and over <laughs> the Legend of Ricky Bobby. And I go down to North <laughs> South Carolina and they hate that movie for the reason of... <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, they're so probably like, on my list. And I don't Adam see what's Taylor so funny stuff, about like, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, like, that's my boy from Adam Sandler and Billy Madison are great comedies for you know i think in a, in a long you know, list it's funny you say that you know billy madison and happy gilmore were ones i've definitely thought about i they're both yes i know some people have adam sandler is so polarizing as a comic yes. i totally get it but i think i've hated his movies for the last 10 years but billy yep. madison and happy gilmore it was on the right track yeah, for sure, yeah. consistently make me laugh yeah consistently oh yeah yeah and and the one that's my boy that one makes me. I can. It's it's so raunchy. It's all over the top. I like never comedy. saw that. I assume it sucked. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's bad but good in some ways. It's, just, it's so ridiculous. It's worth a watch. Like I, I wouldn't put it in a top list at all, but it's worth a funny watch because there's some funny shit. In it. Have you guys seen his yeah. comedy special? Have yes, comedy? and very like good, it. right? Oh, no, really? I love the Chris Farley song. That yeah. that gave me the feels and made me choke yeah. up. But me too, yeah. I never really loved his stand up. Adam Sandler. Uh, I was just no. glad it was all new material, and he had a, he had a shtick. He had a thing. Too much but, music. Well, that's part of his thing. But yeah, it's it's hard to make a funny song. <laughs> it's hard to make a funny song. It just is because people got to hear all the lyrics yeah. and everything. He's known for the Hanukkah song. Yes, I don't know. I liked it. But yeah. Uh, hey. All right. Yeah. Like, so, I, he's 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 kind of like that Monty Python, or even Will Ferrell. A lot of people. I don't like Will Ferrell movies. They just don't like them. And they don't like Sam Sandler or Monty Python. They fall some comedian or comic actress. You're going to get that flip side where I just exactly. I don't like anything they do. Yeah, some I, people I think get know. creeped out by Monty Python, and and occasionally, it's too British for me. Yeah, it, it, especially if you watch the old TV shows. Like there's something oh, kind of yeah, something kind of creepy and dark about them, just the way they're produced. You know. So they oh, did do really one, one movie by them. I actually think is higher than Holy Grail or Life of Brian, which Being is alive. the Ruddles. Oh, the Ruddles was great. The yeah. Ruddles had me in tears. I, I never, it's a Beatles parody that they did. It right. just just absolutely okay, brilliant. Okay, never saw it. Yes. Um, okay, and just in closing, Scott. First of all, awesome yep. list. 
awesome had to you. have you on. Real quick, awesome tell people what on. tell people yeah. what you do, and I want because I can I can't say it like you do. So tell people what you do. Right. So long, the, the short of it is, I'm an airbrush artist and designer. Um, you know, fine artist. I'm an artist by trade. So mainly, what I do is I. The two parts of my business are I airbrush custom motorcycles and custom cars, like stuff you see on TV, like stuff you see in magazines. I've been doing that since um, 2000 or earlier, full time. Um, and I, I, I was the kid, I was the guy at the malls, airbrushing t-shirts back in the 90s. You know, and I started off there. And then that rolled into doing motorcycles and custom cars. And then I got into teaching throughout the whole country and developing lesson plans and industry work. And then, you know, that's the videographic side of my business. Um, which is the art of custom paint. And then I have McKay Fine Art, which is my more collector series artwork, like you've seen, Ed, where it's yes, more beautiful an stuff. actual wall hanging painting that you can either. I have a series of work that I do personally that has a lot of meaning to me and my story and what I, I've done. And then but I also do a lot of commission work. And so, like we've talked about before, if you wanted a commission painting, I do those as well. So, I'm an artist by trade and designer. Yeah, I love it. He also does yeah. online classes for people who want to learn this, and he's one of the key yeah. speakers that they bring out to these conventions. And, the, and if you go to World of Wheels, you'll see him there. Wow. He's one of the people yeah, that's I there. Big, I do a big show at the World of Wheels. And yeah. I've been fortunate. I've worked for a lot of great people. I've done work for the Boston Bruins, for the Bruins Foundation. He did I the did Bruins the bike, if you remember. That yep. fit, the one on. that was, yeah. yes. And we're looking at it now. Yeah, I did right. that one. Yeah. And then I did the 04, uh, yeah. 2004 World Series bike when they won the World Series for the Red Sox. I was honored to do that. Uh, that was through Kirk Schilling and the Schilling Foundation. Um, Super cool. And then the year after, I did the ESPN Jimmy Fund bike for the Red Sox. So I've been really fortunate to do some really cool projects like that. Uh, and then I also do some industrial stuff. So I just did a, uh, the actual T-Rex for the Museum of Natural History in New York. So the actual T-Rex you go see. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've just painted that for them with this new light-up paint we use for motorcycles or the actual paint t- turns into light. So we've used it in industrial applications. So I have a lot of different facets and I've been really fortunate to do just a lot of Yeah, cool, you know, cool I've, I was talking to Scott just recently about how I want to commission him to draw, I'm not kidding, to do a painting of me, my face, on Bruce Campbell's body from <laughs> as Ash from Evil Dead with the chainsaw. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you remind you me of that. Yeah. yeah. You remind me of uh, White Goodman yes, in Dodgeball. Yes. Taking the bull by the yes, horns. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what it would be like too, and, 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 you, and you catch this reference. So another great comedy we didn't have on the list, which was definitely a short list, was National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Good point. Do you remember the cover art? The cover art yes, of, of him all Lampoon. jacked up, Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And like women so are hanging from his feet. Like Thor. Yeah. yeah. So, right. So the painter that did that was a famous painter named Boris Vallejo who did all that like barbarian art for like books yeah. and movies and like all that like Conan stuff. And, yeah. you know, and it's adopted on R.S. Frank Frazetta, their style. And they took that genre and put him in it. So the same painter that did it. And that's why it looks that's so what ridiculous. That's what I want. He's all, that's what I want. He's all jacked up. <laughs> it's almost like what's the name that's in That's the new logo ball. for the podcast. Right. That would be um, the new logo for the podcast, Scott. Yeah. Yeah, we can do this. So, yeah, that's the stuff I do. You know, the bulk of my stuff is custom motorcycles and cars, like the TV and magazine stuff. Uh, that's a good passion. And my personal work is the yeah. main fine art. So, it's, it's been, I've been fortunate to do that as a career, as a creative um, in this world, uh, when we're tough, it's a tough industry to be in and get paid for, but it's, it's worked out pretty well. You know, even with the, like, I remember my high school art teacher saying, oh, you're never going to make any money or a career doing that type of work. Well, you go into right. So now you can tell him, print. fuck off and you're wrong. And that's the beautiful part. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
All right. And I did so, that the first few times I was published. I sent them signed copies of the magazines I was published in. So. Nice. Yeah. So, for, so I want you to tell people where to find you and your business on social media and closing here because I follow him and it's, it's just awesome to see the work he does. It's like literally amazing to see this work he does. So tell people where to find you. So as far as social media, my Facebook page, I have two. I have Thin Air Graphics, which is T-H-I-N-A-I-R is Air, and Graphics is Funky's G-R-A-F-X. So that's my Thin Air Graphics business page, which is also my YouTube channel for lessons and things like that. I have a lot of videos up there. Um, and then always my regular one is just Scott McKay, S-C-O-T-T-M-A-C-K-A-Y. I'm mm-hmm. really active on social media there. And then Instagram as well, uh, which, is under, which is under Scott McKay as well. And uh, so I'm really vocal on that. I, I, I post work almost daily. Uh, we do a lot of live feeds and live streams on where I work and some of the projects. Again, some of the projects you see on TV, some of the guys you see there we work with at different events. And so, yeah, you know, um, so Fit Graphics. Awesome. Scott McKay, McKay Fine Art. Those are kind of my three majors. And, yeah, I'm always around. Awesome, always dude. Creating. I will say to this, first of all, thank you. You've been an awesome guest. And secondly, I'm going to say this. If you're considering doing some work on your bike, on your car, commissioning a painting, he is one of the most talented artists I've ever seen. And you thank should you. definitely hit him up. Scott, thank you. thank you. Once again, an episode of Are You Not Entertained in the Books. Until next time, my friends, are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs>